And early on, I really saw leadership as something that you do. You know, leadership is something that there are actions to do. And that's only partially true. Leadership, a big piece is who you are. And that level of clarity with self is the same clarity that's needed in running an organization well. You know, your mission, your core values, your your vision, where you want to go. But that's as personal as it is for the organizational entity. And I find that there are leaders when they do struggle, especially in, in a smaller business, it's because there is an unwillingness to examine how their own behaviors have created the results or lack thereof of what it is that they want. we're living in a world where everything seems to be topsy-turvy, turbulent, going crazy. I mean, we're living in a time that a lot of people never thought that they would ever see. You have a pandemic that just happened where we, a lot of people were forced into their homes. Um, a lot of people had issues with having to wear masks, all of this sort of coming out of that smoke. And then as soon as we get out of that, now we have a war who would have thought like where there's a war going on in ukraine a lot of people are very concerned about that that war along with the pandemic has a tremendous impact on our economy so this is worldwide international economy um, is greatly affected by what's happening over there in ukraine and also what's been going on with the pandemic everybody's trying to figure their way out of this now thankfully i think the majority of our of our listeners are not living in war times where there's a threat to their well-being. Um, and, and of course, our hearts go out to everybody who can you imagine every day waking up and wondering like what's going to happen today. Yep. But even still, even if you're not living in Ukraine, and I gotta say too, I mean, there that that's actually not true. Well, I don't think very many of our listeners are in Ukraine, but so many of our clients are affected by what's going on in Ukraine because of the tremendous um, intelligence inside of the entrepreneurial space for programming and developing a lot of different um, tools and resources that a lot of entrepreneurs use. I've had people say like, I've had to delay projects because of what's going on in Ukraine. But for everybody else, on a daily basis, you still struggle with everything that's going on. You know, Lacey and I have been talking for over two years now, um, providing guidance. Um, I was just speaking earlier today about how we were providing guidance on the pandemic in February at a time when people thought, actually thought that we were crazy. Yeah. Oh, like we, we, were, bad. we were telling people over. there's this thing yeah. happening in China and it's, and it's big and it's going to affect our businesses. And people thought we were nuts. Then, you know, a few later, we're like, what do we do? And now you and I are really on this um, topic of how what's going on in our economy is going to affect our listeners, small business, entrepreneurs around the world. And if there's ever a time when the world needs leadership, it's now. If there's ever a time when your business and your employees and your staff, the people that, that you, you serve. serve. I was just saying the people that you serve need leadership. 
the time is now. So we decided to get an expert on the topic because look, you, you've got to start to really hone your leadership skills. If you're going to make it through this, I mean, giving you strategies and tactics relative to what we should be doing to adapt your business. Lacey and I can do that all day long for you, but if you're not a strong leader, you have the strong strategies and tactics. You're not going to get anybody to go along. Like you said, from your prospects and clients to your staff, people that depend on you. Um, leadership is probably one of the most valuable commodities right now that you could possibly possess. So let's talk on this episode, this edition of the None of Your Business podcast, all about leadership. We have Lisa Marie Platsky with us from Upside Thinking. Lisa Marie, welcome to the None of Your Business podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Hello, Lacey. Happy to be here. Appreciate you having me. Now, we always start off with the same question, but your answer to this question is going to be pretty unique. It's going to be pretty awesome um, because here's what, what we've noticed. Um, we we realize that on a lot of different podcasts and you've done a lot of interviews and when you go on a podcast, people just think like, oh, here's Lisa. Well, lucky her. She's like a natural born leader. Natural her born father speaker. and mother so were easy. natural leaders. They just put her in leadership training and there she goes. And so we always love to speak to, to people's creation stories so that everybody can understand how you got here. But I love, you know, your creation story is very unique. It's got some really interesting highlights in there. Tell us a little bit about Lisa Marie and how you end up here speaking to us today about leadership. Well, I, I tell people that leadership is something that I've been fascinated with my whole life. Like I, I really was fascinated with how people get to some people stay in the same job or the same business or the same career for really long periods of time. And they just relive the same moment over and over and over again. Perhaps you've seen that. And, you know, for me, I was determined, how was I going to be able to grow in my business and wanted a shortcut. And so my background uh, started in federal law enforcement. And there, you know, from there, uh, uh, I ended up opening a business, not necessarily because I ever wanted a business or because I thought I would open a business. But this leadership piece has been part of my journey from when I was a really little kid. Uh, when I was 10, I was sitting in my grandparents' house watching an episode of Merv Griffin. And my grandfather said, Lisa, someday you're going to be speaking to thousands of people. Someday you're going to speak to thousands of people. Meanwhile, I'm playing my Connect Four game, wondering what in the world he's talking about. And that thread that my grandmother, my grandfather gave me years ago, while my grandmother was watching and my little sister playing the game with me, is, is, is really what has carried me through over the last several decades. I love that something that was infused in you so early on has really propelled you to help so many people. And that's such a neat part of the story to hear. You know? um, leadership, though, is uh, being fascinated with it for so long. You understand that leadership isn't necessarily a natural thing for most people. And um, I think that you know a lot of entrepreneurs that we work with 
they uh, the emphasis is in the service world. And so they have this big service heart and they're really good at the thing that they do and how to bring that to the people that they serve. But oftentimes they have difficulty leading the people that will help them along that journey, their staff, their employees, the relationships that they're building in their community. So what have you seen when it comes to leadership? What have you seen some things that people struggle with often when they're trying to step into a leadership role and haven't done it before? Well, you, when you speak about the struggle, I have to go back to my own, my, you know, my own journey, which is that I thought that I was leading. I thought that I understood what leadership was. I thought that I was out there, you know, telling people what to do and doing it really well. <laughs> Only that's not what leadership is. And the other part is that in having a business, I didn't realize how in, incredibly important leadership is in, in you know, for, for myself in running a business, not just in me teaching it, but in my own, in my own business. And so in looking at what other people struggle with, it's also was looking at what is it that I struggle with. And early on, I really saw leadership as something that you do. You know, leadership is something that there are actions to do. And that's only partially true. Leadership, a big piece is who you are. And so I find that one of the greatest struggles with leaders is understanding how they operate, like who they really are, what their their greatest triggers are, what are the things that get in the way of them being able to have the, the crucial conversations that are so necessary in order to be able to build bridges on teams. And that level of clarity with self is the same clarity that's needed in running an organization well. You know, your mission, your core values, your, your vision, where you want to go. But that's as personal as it is for the organizational entity. And I find that there are leaders when they do struggle, especially in, in a, a smaller business, it's because there is an unwillingness to examine how their own behaviors have created the results or lack thereof of what it is that they want. Very so I had to look at me first, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I have two questions uh, that come from what you just said. Number one, we're always big on defining terms on this podcast because terms can be um, looked at very differently. So you said that you thought that leadership was like telling people what to do. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Like I'm the leader, but what they really are is the boss, right? And there is a difference for sure. So number one, how would you define leadership? And then number two, after we define leadership, um, I want to just know like where you think people could start in like, taking an audit of themselves because that sounds like a very difficult task if you're already not a natural born leader to step back and say how do I look at me so I can lead myself so those two questions I would love to hear your thoughts on well leadership is influence and so you can have all the titles you want in the world and you can call yourself the leader or you can give yourself the title of of president or coo in an organization and it's whomever has the influence when i worked in federal law enforcement i will tell you my first position i had four years on the job i showed up in an office 
And I had the title. I got the promotion. There were guys in the office who wanted the promotion, some that had as many as 37 years on the job that didn't get the opportunity. And one of them was absolutely the leader. I was not. He was the one that had the influence. He's the one that people went to and asked you know, questions and advice. It wasn't me. And until I earned the respect and the trust of the people in the office, I, I was simply the person that was the figurehead that, that had the title. And so I, I define it as influence. You know, you, you look behind you and you have no followers. You're not the leader. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what you call yourself. And, and that's really big in, in business, both, you know, internally and, and also, you know, outside the organization. And your second question um, there's something that came in and then it fell out of my head. Will you repeat the question and give me an opportunity to be able to Absolutely. bring it back again? Okay. Like, I, was wanted, I wanted to know, cause you said that, um, in order to be a really effective and good leader, the first thing that you have to do is start with yourself. And so I wanted to know, cause I feel like it's a very difficult thing for people to step back and take audit and, and have introspectively thinking about what are my own behaviors? How do, what do I need to resolve? What do I need to fix? So what advice would you have somebody on where to start if that's not a natural thing for them? I don't, I don't think it's a natural thing for most people. Like I, I, I really don't, I mean, I, I, I just, I don't. And when I, I say that it's because what I realized in my, in my business was that I had created, um, I, I'll use the, the phrase, you know, I had put in a, a new wine into old wine skins. And so all of these things with marketing and with um, elements in the business, with the brand were all new. But me, the vessel that was delivering it was, was, was old. And so when things were, were not landing the way that I had envisioned with all the research I had done, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, there's a lot of sizzle and not enough steak. And like, that's me. Like, I have a responsibility to ensure. And, and so I would say there's there are several things to do. Or, you know, when I look at my own journey and realizing, and, and that's what I did a shift in my business to work so much with leaders on the beingness of leadership, like who you're being, who you need to be at it to run a company that's a hundred thousand versus a million versus 10 million versus a hundred million. It's different who, who you need to be for wherever it is you're to go. And so there used to be a lot more busy in my life versus the, 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 the pause. I have a technique called the snap technique, um, SNAP, stop, like stop what it is that I'm doing. And I do this several times a day. Notice, what am I feeling? Like what's going on? Where am I physically, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, financially, relationally, you know, and, 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 and in, in doing the work, like is this truly effective, truly first class, truly excellent work? And then... And, and that's the, and that the, the, the noticing is the emotion and the A is the asking the questions. And then the P is, do I need to, in the pause, do I need to pivot 
do I need to pray? Like what needs to happen for me in that moment? And that snap technique is that I find that oftentimes individuals that are in leadership positions are driven. They're highly successful. They're accomplished. They move fast. Sitting still is not something that comes easy to them. And so to regularly be in the noticing, I change some of my video meetings to phone meetings so that I can walk, so that I can be out of an office space. Um, I actually put time in my calendar that's time for creativity. Uh, Yesterday, I was supposed to have a whole bunch of different meetings. And I happened to be out of town and a colleague of mine who is a a boxer and said, you know, would you like to go to yoga with me? And I was like, sure. Well, then it ended up being and jujitsu and this and that and the day. And yet I had an incredibly productive day. Somebody else might look at it and go, you know, you just drove around and you just hung out all day. No, These are conversations because the other part is I can be in the quiet myself and not see the things that I'm missing. Then to take it to the next level is who are you going to bring in that's going to actually point out the things that are not working, that are that you may not even notice. I thought things last year, I had a good, I had a, you know, halfway through the year, I'm thinking things are really good. I'm I'm at a, I'm going to a boxing again. How funny that that's twice in this, in this, this one little phrase, but I'm going to a boxing match and um, same fighter. And I'm actually sponsoring his fight. And I'm sitting next to a colleague of mine in the plane whom I didn't know, we didn't plan to go together, just happened to be, he had tickets for the fight and I I had tickets. We end up in conversation and he says, you know, I got to tell you, Lisa, he goes, I went to your website. He goes, and I wanted to send somebody to you. I have no idea what you do. And I went, really? Because I happen to have all these clients and I happen to have this business here and I haven't been doing this for 18 years. And I took a look and I went, okay, got it. Like, there needs to be some stuff dialed in. And so fast forward, new brand, new, um, I had somebody in the same week tell me that my photo looked like my older sister, which I don't have one. And so it was just a, you know, like having, you have two choices. And I think I really look at it as leaders, real leaders go, they take that information and go, what am I going to do about it? And you, it's easy to brush off, especially when, you know, you're, you're, you're in, in the six, seven figure business owner and you get advice or somebody gives you something and you're like, I, you know, I'm, I've, I'm already winning. I don't know what you're talking about. So for me, it's, it's a series of things. It's the stopping and the pausing. It's the, changing what it is that I'm doing throughout the course of the day. And it's enlisting the help of other people to tell me things that I may not want to hear. And so I have a a huge board of advisors of people that I reach out to. And I got to tell you, yesterday, somebody gave me something that was like, it hurt. Like I was like, that is, that is lousy. I do not want to hear that. And yet I had the strongest first quarter I've had in eight years, in 18 years. So it's not that, it's, it's a continuous looking at, like, can, can it be better? Can it be better? Can it be better? And all of those things are about me. Like, they're not just about the structure of the business. They're about me. They're about, they're about how I lead. And they're about who it is that I am not listening to and what it is that I'm, I'm 
anyway, that's too much. So I'll, I'll stop there. <laughs> Website is www.upsidethinking.com. If you want to, is it, is it an updated website or is this the it same is. website? This is. That- no, this is, this is, this is an updated <laughs> One. We don't get to see the previous one that was commented <laughs> no, this on. Wanna, good. You can see what if, she does. If you want to <laughs> check out the new updated website from the story, www.upsidethinking.com. That's where you can find out all the various ways that you can plug in with Lisa Marie and all the great things that she has going on. You know, you, you started to drift a little bit into where I would like to go next. Um, because I think that uh, I, I want I want to recognize that, well, probably, well, maybe, yeah, some some of your clients might listen to this. You might share the episode, but let's just assume that it's not your clients that are listening to this. We're not talking about anybody in particular. And I'd like to get some raw insights because we're not talking about anyone in particular. Um, and from your experience, having done this for so long, um, well, let me, before I, I ask my question, I, I a million percent agree with this idea of having a board of advisors and people yes, that check you. We you talk like about that. this a lot. Because um, very successful people generally kind of term themselves as as visionaries. That's where they like to say, like, well, I'm a visionary. And I'm, I'm the one that comes up with the ideas because that was sort of popularized by a lot of different books that came out, oh, E-Myth and you know, Predictable Success and all of this where we really elevated the visionary. And then we have to have operators that do the thing. Right. And I always ask, well, who's the, who's the filter? Because you're the one that comes up with the idea. Of course, you think the idea is good. You came up with it. Who and tells you which idea? It just does what you say. Says, who so. t- who's the judge? Who determines of all the million ideas that you come up? Because I know this. Um, our our team comes up with a lot of ideas, and most of them are terrible. And so I also then think for myself, well, then most of my ideas must be right, terrible too. Right. Luckily, I have you, and you're able to filter most of my bad ideas and stop them from hitting the press. But that's bad super idea. important for people that you have to have some sort of filtered discernment because of course you think the idea is good you came up with and so i think that is super valuable advice here's my question lisa marie somebody that's listening that thinks just exactly right right, we're in we're in the weeds on this now that thinks i'm a good leader right well uh, this uh, man what a waste of a podcast I, i don't know what i could learn from lisa marie i'm a great leader what are some of the telltale signs just like you were saying where you were giving some advice and you're like that hurts Let's let's hurt some people right now. Let's tell them what bad leadership looks like. But I mean, and not like the super obvious, but where, like you said, maybe they look at their business and they're like, ouch, maybe I'm not as good of a leader as I thought, because what are some symptoms that might arise from poor leadership? Oh, <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's a that's a really big one, because most people that are engaged in practices that aren't such great practices, they're completely okay with them. And um, the part about leadership that's been big in that area for me is I made the decision many years ago that I don't want somebody to come to me and to leave worse off. So when I was in the government, I had a rule and I would say, you can come to work in whatever mood that you're in. Once you leave, the environment here is one that we've created 
where we agree that you will leave the same or better off. If you leave the same, that's your choice. The environment is conducive for you to be able to do your best work. And so you've seen some of the telltale signs and, you know, the leader that's not willing to listen, the leader that loves to be able to be in control and in charge, the leader that does the things that uh, dress people down and don't create an environment of safety, which is, is really number one. And leaders that do not take space in their, in their schedule, in, in, their, in their daily life, they end up either acting out, burning out, or getting sick. And so it has a compound effect on the people that they lead and the people that they go home to. And that's the part for me where whenever I'm in a coaching relationship with a client, I say, I want your business to work. Like I want your business to make you whatever it is that you want, as much health, happiness, success, and meaning, as much money as you want. And I don't just want your business to work. I want your whole life to work. And so while I might be a leadership coach and not, and not a life coach, if your life doesn't work, then you end up engaging. That, that's exactly what happens. And, and there are, there are empathy is such a, a big piece of leadership, compassion for others. I'm someone who, who is, I, I tell people when I, I hire them, I move fast, I'm direct, I send bullet point messages. You typically are only going to get something from me in the subject line. You're going to probably have to ask me 65 times, like, what does this mean? Because I'm moving fast and I'm making stuff happen. And I'm looking at, is this operationally effective? Is this a good use of my time? Is this an investment of my time? Or is this actually an expense? And I'm, I'm in that constantly. And I also want you to understand that you're important. And so if something doesn't make you feel that way, then I, then, then you need to, to speak up about that. And it's also my responsibility to not go, well, that's just the way that I, I operate too bad for you. I have a responsibility to understand the, the behavioral styles of every single person that works with me and understand what they need. And I think that one of the worst characteristics in a leader that, doesn't do something well is they just go, well, I'm the one that it's my company. I get to operate however I want. This is, you know, you don't like it. You can leave, you can find another. And you can see that in larger companies, in smaller businesses where it's like, I am the visionary and this is mine and I created it. And I look at it as you don't get the right to treat people poorly just because you came up with a great idea. That is just not acceptable in the world. And so I want to be a force for good on the planet. And I want people to come to me. And I'm a hard person to work for. Like, I, I get that. And I think that's so important. Um, what you talked about there is it's also allowing people a little bit of flexibility and freedom, the people that work for you. That's like what a good leader does. Because again, a boss is just somebody that's very rigid. This is this is what you do and this is how you do it. And don't, don't talk to me beyond that, right? And I think a leader actually allows some movement with the people that work for them. Hey, if you have an idea, come to me. If you don't like how that made you feel, 
we have space for you to be able to talk to me about that. So I, I, and I see that often. And I think one of the symptoms that you are asking about, and I've seen this in some of our clients when they're trying to lead is they have employees that they didn't even know that certain things were going on with that employee. They didn't know that things were happening in their life. They didn't know that they were unhappy in the workplace. Uh, they didn't know that that person didn't feel heard because they were too rigid and didn't allow that kind of flexibility and freedom. And so if you're like a, a if you have a business and you have employees that leave and you have no idea why, or you have employees that you find out later that they weren't happy, there may be some leadership issues that you need to begin to look at because you're not allowing that space and being empathetic and allowing that freedom. So important. So Marie, let's say that somebody is listening to this and um, sort of we, we talk about mirror, mirror moments and they realize, look, you know, watching this, that they're looking in a mirror and they need your help. Um, how do you help people that might be dealing with leadership issues? What, what do you do to help them overcome, um, grow, uh, apply, implement? But what what is sort of the what does the menu look like in engaging with you? Well, I have conversation. I, I, I there are people who call me and say, "Hey, I'd really love to work with you," and here's what it is I want and. I may not be the right fit. And so one of the greatest things about being in business for a long time, well, long is relative. One of the things about being in business for 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 the years that I've been in is that I I I have, you know, I have three people that I that, you know, that I enlist to coach me. You know, I have a business coach and a leadership coach. Like I, I have those for myself and for my business and I have resources. And so it, I have a conversation and a long conversation to really identify what is it that the person needs? What is it that they're actually asking? Sometimes people say, well, I, I think I need this. And it's really, it's not the issue at all. It's something else. And so to ensure that I'm the right fit, I want to have that conversation with somebody. I want to really understand. And then I use assessments because they're not my assessments. They're their assessments. You assess yourself and then let me take a look. And sometimes people go, oh, yeah, that's not not me. Oh, yeah, that is me. <laughs> that really, really <laughs> is me. And that is the issue. And so that helps because it takes out the emotion. It's them identifying and saying, self-selecting, this is who I am. And from that place, when, when it is a fit and when they do have the assessment, I can then be able to go, okay, let's look at what what is most important? Is this a communication? Is this is this um, a a team issue where we we need to set up how you work with your employees? Is this a really about you and your own journey about who it is that you're being as a leader and what you want? And it's different for everyone. That's why whenever I have a group program, I tell people just because I gave that person over there some assignment, don't go doing it thinking like that's the next step for you on your journey. Like it's, it's, it's so individual. One of the things about leadership is based on our styles, the three of us, we're going to all lead differently based on our, our backgrounds our how we grew up, what, what how our hard wiring is all of that. And, and so I find leadership is not like certain elements in business that are more one size fits all. Leadership is personal. Love it. I love it. The website is www.upsidethinking.com. You guys should all at least visit the website. Then you should dare yourself to engage mm -hmm. because look, leadership is so important. Like we said at the top of the program, 
Um, this is a time more than any other time in your business's history when leadership is going to really be a make or break thing. So hopefully you will take some time to look in the mirror, reflect and understand that there may be some deficiencies. If there are some deficiencies, then you will reach out to Lisa Murkowski, who just showed us all of the things, the wonderful things that she can do to help you so that you can help others. others and then that will help you to even help even more people, right? Because then your business will prosper, your family will prosper, a lot of lives will, will be changed. And Lisa Marie, thank you so much for being a part of Changing the Lives. We appreciate you dropping in on the None of Your Business podcast today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sean and Lacey. I appreciate being here. Been delightful. Love it. Hey, folks, we'll be back again next week, just as we always do. We haven't missed a week yet. We have not. We'll be here for you. We'll have another amazing guest. We'll be telling you about some amazing things to help you so that you can be better. That way you can go out and you can reach even more people, make an even bigger impact, and ultimately create the lifestyle that you deserve. All right, folks, have a good rest of your day.